0: I don't know what those industries look like whenever things change, like what does insurance look like in forty years? What does people who trade stocks and bonds look like in forty years like, like they can't be like the mainstays of our economy in right. the future if we want to have a planet that could continue to live on and produce like abundantly for all of us.
1: Welcome to Thriving the Future podcast, where we're finding positive solutions to thrive in the tough times ahead. Before we get to the episode, let me tell you about grownuttrees.com. So I forage local chestnuts here in Northeast Kansas. I sell them as untreated seeds that can be planted. And I still have lots of seeds left. I also have one year seedlings, which are 10 to 18 inches tall. And these are adapted to Northeast Kansas. One of the challenges with chestnuts If they come from the Pacific Northwest or the Northeast, they just don't do well in Kansas. So these are adapted to Northeast Kansas and to the Midwest. And now elderberry cuttings and comfrey crowns and root cuttings are now available. With elderberry cuttings, it's basically you take a stick, you poke it into the ground, put some mulch around it, and it will grow elderberry right there. That's at grownuttrees.com. Welcome back to Thrive in the Future. This week, we are continuing with part two of the discussion with Kurt on how to recession-proof your life. Has some good tips in here on how to have multiple income streams, build the skills while you are building the biz, and make a market for yourself. Don't wait for another market to show up. And people need to focus on building things that mean something to other people
0: i think sort of like a big part of it uh i guess in the permaculture ethos talks about like um giving like surplus back to the system yeah exactly and i think part of that system is you got to recognize like okay is it actually surplus if i have like five pounds extra i just like give them away are you giving anything back to the system i don't think that's surplus like if you sell that and then you can help pay for the things that help you make those elderberries the ground that those elderberries grow in right you know you got to get stuff for and you got to like be able to walk out there so you got to be able to eat and you got to be able i think people got to recognize what is a surplus and what is like oh this is just sustaining itself yeah sure the house has to exist i have to live in the house so yeah let's pay let's pay some bills before we just go giving things away Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and people i feel like people recognize that a lot if they're actually like tuned in you do whenever you're whenever we're talking about just like recession proofing your job you got to be smart and you got to think about the future you're not like just trying to make a business that makes you a buck today sure you got to think like okay what do i actually want this to be like do i want this to end up being my full-time job someday because that's like how i feel about like, mm-hmm. I plan, okay, let's see over the course of 10 years, how can I transition out of, like, right. maybe in 10 years it means I'm doing consulting work in the winter when farm work is low. Right. So I'm just making a couple, 10, 20, whatever grand I can make, however much I can make in the wintertime when I don't want to be outside doing, you know, software development stuff.
1: Sure. Even like you were saying with the NCRS or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a lot of people who don't know where to start, they don't even know how to approach it. You could say hey I'll help you get through the hurdles Yep, You know and help help Do some consulting for you Up front oh, yeah. and, and things like that
0: And you gotta think like What is the actual market In the world today and I always Think about it as like okay if I wanted To do something and I can like go Readily Like I can't just go buy Working regenerative farms
1: mm-hmm.
0: So like That doesn't exist I think that should exist I want to build that thing, like if you build it, they will come type thing. Uh-huh. Like, but if you're going in and you're like going to become, I don't know, uh, if you want to start a tree service and there's like already 30 people have tree service in your area, you're going in, you're going to have competition right away. Yeah. But I can't even go and learn the things that I want to build. So like, okay well, I'm making a market for myself mm-hmm. in the future. I'll be able to do that consulting and that teaching. And even if it is like super small now where I'm just getting all of my systems set up and starting to like build those, like, okay, if I have five people come to a butchering class, that ends up like making enough money that I can... And making enough money that I can be like, okay, this is a valid use of my time for my business. Let's see, what do I have to do to get to to 20 people? Mm -hmm. And even if it's just like introducing those people, maybe one out of those 20 people are like super interested in it and they want to learn more. And then I have a person who can butcher my chickens for me. Mm -hmm. And maybe like uh, Joel Salatin talks about it in like one of the Permaculture Voices podcasts about like connected fiefdoms or whatever it is. Integrated fiefdoms. And I just like, I love that. And I like want to like figure out how I can Okay, let's use my property as a business, agricultural business incubator. You want to run pigs? Let's figure out what's the relationship between our businesses, and I will, like, lease you the land. If you want to build a tiny home there, and, like, I can do that. And, like, my idea longer term is, like, help veterans sort of do that, have them there for, like, three years or so right. so they can get USDA grants and then go to their own mm-hmm. operation. Mm-hmm. Or if they want to stay and things are working out, like, Joel always talks about, like, people that do tours he's like I get a I get like a 10% of that but that person it's their business like right do that so if you can link up with people who have like that's me giving my surplus back like mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. have I, don't, I can't control 27 acres by myself like right. that's a lot to do if i especially if I don't want to use machinery and tons of inputs
1: or um, you can you know instead of using machinery to harvest that hazelnuts and those chestnuts then work out the network with folks where they bring their pigs in and run them through. Mm Because, you know, that fattening pigs up on chestnuts. And then you really don't even need to worry about doing the machinery to get them off the trees. Mm -hmm. Because they'll eventually drop. There's all those burrs that suck, you know, doing it by hand. And then trying to sell the chestnuts in the market is too much manual labor. Yep. But if you let them all drop and you let run some pigs through there for a month, then... uh, you know you've accomplished a lot of it then uh you know that's that's going to be beneficial both ways it's almost like those folks that are, are renegade, mm-hmm. right yep where they'll say hey you've got that you've got that patch back there of snowy blackberries that is a thorny bramble bush we'll put up electric fencing around it run goat in there for for two weeks and then they'll eat all that down and you'll be fine right and mm-hmm. then you'll pay whatever $25 a go to week or something you know it's the little things and then having multiple multiple value change and income streams mm-hmm. along those things so then you have time and you have slack one of the things that I really got turned on to and where I got the idea for the the term thriving the future there's a book called surviving the future and it's based on this, David Fleming, who wrote Lean Logic, he was basically like, everything needs to go lean. It needs to be local. It needs to be able to small and react quickly. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: one of the keys in there was having the slack time. Right now, we don't have slack time. If we've got a project that's going, and then there's going to be a a gap between May or March and May, then they get rid of somebody for that March and May, or they bring a contractor on in May, and they keep labor market taut. If, if we get back to slack time, because we used to have slack time in the winter time, we used to have slack time at holiday times. You know, they had they had twenty million church holidays a year where people would take off, and they'd have carnival and all that other stuff. So, right. you know, if we get back to that, where you'd have those kind of ebb and flows, and then make with different income streams, then it would make a difference.
0: Yeah lean is like that's from software methodologies though yeah sure yeah i that's funny because i I do a lot of the agile stuff for like how i do my farm work right Um, i'm always talking about like fail fast like Mm -hmm. all my super all my prototypes for like my shelters that i build are just super crappy and i'm like okay this worked for like a month what do i hate it do i love it i rebuilt my chicken coop like three times before i was like i like this one Mm -hmm. way better and i didn't get all the way through building them but it was like i got i don't know 30 40 percent done and i was like i don't think this design's going to actually work right so yeah a lot of those things i try
1: to abstract (laughs) all the chickens are coming up here on the porch (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're, 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 we're recording this sitting on the porch and all the chickens are coming up here
0: dude that's one of the other things that i like sort of take from the software world and Uh, bring into my farm is like okay if I have a system that's failing I need to be able to detect that as fast as possible and like make it self healing Right. and so Mm -hmm. trying to think about okay how do I do that when I how do I apply that with land and it's like okay I have to have my, my boundaries are very safe but I need to have like Redundancy in that, in that boundary. So maybe sure. that means, on top of my electric fence, I have like some, I have like some barrier uh, shrubs or a hedgerow that's mm-hmm. like maybe twenty foot back from that. Right. And I have the, I only graze the sheep in there on specific, uh, in between the electric fence and the hedgerow on very specific times where I'm like, okay, I'm 100 percent sure this fence is like good. So they're going to pulse in and come back out, like right. scale and stuff like that. I try to apply a lot of those same principles in the farm. I don't know.
1: That's cool. What short-term projects do you have coming up? Uh,
0: yeah, so I am moving the, the rabbits to a stationary position because I don't like the rotational system that I set up for them. And it'll just be way better um, getting the food waste from some local places um, to try to get that system up and then moving the chickens to not a stationary place, but a more zone one, two ish. Right. Cause they're just like in that pasture with the, like where the sheep basically were. And they're just, their daily maintenance. Sheep aren't. Mm-hmm. So like I need to bring them closer and get them in like a better place. Um, uphill of my garden too. So like rain, washes the nitrogen in the poop down towards my garden yeah that's good my little brother is going to be moving out to our house in march and we're going to build him a tiny house in the uh back in the, 40 right yeah in the barn on a uh, what's it called container home yep. type thing mm-hmm. so that i mean butchering some butchering stuff short-term projects are really like more just regular farm maintenance right now but um uh, right If I can get that dang gate built then i can put that front fence that's been sitting on my in my garage for god it seems like i've had that since i moved in but then talking to the neighbor behind me who runs a bunch of cows about trying to set up a system like what intact has where it's Mm -hmm. like hey those steers need to be separated from mom at some point right throw them over here Mm -hmm. how much meat will you give me for that how much of a cow well sure you
1: know yeah, we were looking at that yesterday, and it was like, wow, those cows are a lot bigger than we were out last time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, you know, so they were calves, and then now they're now they're huge, so. Custom grazing. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good.
0: Oh, yeah, the trees that I ordered from the conservation department, whenever those, that's probably like springtime when those come, so just like prepping um, a swale in between my barn and my house to... Mm-hmm plant those in cool. then, yeah building fence
1: <laughs> wow sounds good final thoughts
0: everyone should have a side hustle that they they like that could be monetizable if necessary art is good in good times and important for um, building culture but in times of collapse i think it it uh, is more just escapism and we need to people need to focus on building real things that mean something to other people
1: right good thanks thank you for listening to thrive in the future podcast if you like what you hear click that subscribe or follow button in your favorite podcast app check us out at thrivingthefuture.com and also follow us on social media at thrivingthefuture on twitter and at thrivingthefuture on instagram and come and join our telegram community by going to signup.thrivingthefuture.com there's entry form there it will send you an email with the telegram community link Next time on Thrive in the Future podcast. Coming up on Thrive in the Future, unpublished episode from May where Perpin and I did a tour of Watkins Mill State Park, which is an old 1800s textile mill and farm. And the lessons we learned on homesteading from that tour. That's next time on Thriving the Future podcast. We have a new affiliate, the Smith Homestead. They have handmade soap and candles, handcrafted items. Perpen and I like the alpaca wool caps, hand-knitted by Homestead Padre himself, and lots more. If you use Thriving as a coupon code at checkout, you get 10% off. That's the Smith Homestead. It's smith-homestead.com.